Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. This is a guest episode, but not like one that you've heard before. Hello, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, we can officially start planning for the holidays now. It's Christmas. I'm one of these bar humbugs, unfortunately, that um, thinks you shouldn't put your Christmas decorations up before December. Uh, what we do do, what me and Heather do, is we we tag our Christmas tree because my, uh, my cousin, Dan, runs a Christmas tree farm and we uh, what we do is we go few weeks uh, a couple of weeks before december pick out the tree that we want he'll tag it for us and then he'll deliver it for us first weekend in december and we'll get that put up then so it's nice and festive i can't be done with these people i'm really sorry i know lots of lots of my friends do this i can't be bothered with these people who uh you know putting trees up as soon as halloween's over or these like some people are putting them up before halloween what are you playing at? Uh, I'm not on board with that. I'm really sorry. But, I mean, I've started rambling already. Uh, there's no, there's really no time for this at all because, well, I need to explain this. This is a guest episode, right? But not like one that you've heard before. It's the 1st of December. I needed a guest episode. Unfortunately, I've not got round to recording one. So, what I'm doing is I'm going to give you uh, a couple of episodes of the podcast that I used to do, which is called Sean Talks. Sean Talks uh, was one that I did a couple of years ago, and it was exactly the same concept as this, but I would only do one spin per episode. I did two episodes with a very good friend of mine, uh, Rianne, and I did two episodes with her. So what I've done, cheekily, taken those two episodes and stitched them together <laughs> to make a double spin episode for this podcast um so just to let you know that if there are any mentions of the podcast being called sean talks that's because that's what the podcast was called back then i'm really sorry i haven't got around to recording an episode uh, this month it's just been super busy like i said with that that, that whole the, you know the concert that i was doing uh, it's done now but unfortunately a little bit too late for me to have got around to recording an episode in time for putting it out on the 1st of December. And my plan is for January the 1st to record with Rianne and then put an, like a brand new episode out with Rianne on January the 1st. So you'll get two in a row of the same person, but one will be like an old version where it's from a completely different show that I used to do with exactly the same concept. So yeah, I hope you enjoy it. But before we go in, what I'm going to do is very quickly, I've bought myself a, uh, a Costa hot chocolate. Uh, and this is the After 8 Hot Chocolate. Hot Chocolate? After 8 Hot Chocolate. And I uh, I went in a bit two-footed on it a couple of weeks ago, saying that it's probably just going to taste like warm mouthwash. I've got it. I'm going to try it. And I'm going to let you know how it tastes. Ten seconds later. That may very well be the best hot chocolate I've ever had. Oh, my word. Exactly how you want it to taste. It's just like After 8. The mintiness, like there's a perfect amount of mintiness it's just really nice and you know what it's not a latte it's not a coffee so it's not a latte but in terms of hot chocolates 
that's there with the honeycomb latte. It's five stars. Five stars for the after eight hot chocolate. Well done, Costa. You've done a you've done us proud here today. Thank you very much. Right. So, um, without further ado, I'm going to throw you into this uh, this episode, which is two different episodes of a podcast that I used to do with exactly the same concept, where I would only do one topic per episode. So. This episode is probably going to end up being a lot longer than most episodes because they are basically two full episodes of my old podcast put together and made into two, into into one long episode for this. But hey, it's the December the 1st. Consider this a Christmas present from me to you. Extended podcast. Enjoy. I don't I think I only put this in today. I don't know if this. I don't know if your face is a good face or it's a nervous good, it's, face. I think it's good for me. I think I can talk about it, and you can maybe listen and ask you questions. You can listen. <laughs> this is going to be great. I'll talk about it, and you listen and ask questions. Yeah. Do you know what cryptids are? N- not a clue. Okay. Cool. That's fine. So I think the reason this came up is because I was listening to another podcast that I love a lot, which is this Paranormal Life. Right. Okay. And. It, this paranormal life is is these two guys, um, Kit and Rory. They discuss different paranormal tales from around the world and throughout history and stuff. And they then decide at the end whether they think it's real or oh, not. Okay. And a cryptid is basically a a, a monster like Bigfoot is a cryptid. <gasps> Loch Ness Monster is a cryptid. Mothman oh, is a cryptid. Okay. Stuff like that. Okay. So. How do I say it? Say it again. Cryptid. 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 So it's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D. Cryptid. Cryptid. I feel like I've learned a new word. Am well, I saying it right? Yeah, cryptid. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sean Talks, the speech therapy... <laughs> I, I, can't say, I can't even say speech therapy. The speech... Ther- the speech therapist special. The, the speech therapy podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, cryptids. What? Cryptid. So now that you know what a cryptid is, okay. what are your kind of thoughts on cryptids? Do you believe in any cryptids? Mm, mm. I don't know if I know enough about them, like in terms of the legends and stuff. Yeah. Oh, maybe... I don't know, like the. Full I don't know stories. the like. Yeah, I don't. My understanding of it, of those kind of things, like your Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, are people who. Oh, how do I explain this? Are um, stupid. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Like, people, pe- everyone has their own experiences. <laughs> people trying to explain unexplainable like feelings or things like by putting yeah. something like tangible, like you know the Loch Ness monster. It's not really a monster, but no, it's something. So the the thing with the Loch Ness monster is, um, I watched I. I watched a documentary on the Loch Ness Monster once. Excellent. People have different theories about the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. think it's a dinosaur that survived the extinction of the dinosaurs. Okay. Somehow, it, it, you know, it was probably just, it was at the bottom of the loch mm-hmm. at the time. And it's either just never died mm-hmm. or the species has just kind of carried on. Maybe there were more than one at the bottom okay. and they survived the extinction, so to speak, and have just carried on, re, you know, reproducing. Mm-hmm. And then, so maybe there's more than one in there. Some people think that. Some people think there's some kind of time-travelling portal in Loch Ness where a dinosaur, the, the Loch Ness monster, there is a specific name for the dinosaur that people think it is and I can't remember what it is. Um, but it's, it's a type of, 
Yeah. You can probably imagine the one. It's, it's the kind of it's it's the aquatic one with yeah. the long neck yeah. and the kind of flip. This I'm um, doing the movement, but uh, there's no need because it's a podcast. This was the exact moment that I wish this this was a video medium because that movement of the arms <laughs> was glorious. Listeners, you are missing out. Well, <laughs> one day. I'll have a proper studio with cameras and the lawn. This will be a full on. Anyway, so the, yeah, some people think it's like like a dinosaur, but traveling yeah. through some kind of time portal oh God, into mad. Loch Ness. Madness. But I mean, that's bullshit. <laughs> the, at, at least the first one has some kind of yeah. logic behind it. It makes me think of, I think what I was thinking of before is very much like the whole mermaid thing. Right. Like, mermaids are because pirates would become ill and have, like, hallucinations, wouldn't they? Or, like, be so hungry right. and so, like, dehydrated that they begin to hallucinate. And then, like, I think there were actually manatees. Like, do you that's, know what I mean? So, that's what... I've, I've heard something very similar to that, but different. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, I didn't hear it was pirates. I heard it was Christopher Columbus. Oh, okay. So Maybe, when mean, Christopher Columbus was sailing the seven seas or whatever, and he was searching for the new world, yes, or whatever, um, he'd written in his uh, in his memoirs, yeah, something about these sea dwelling humans, oh, okay. um, and the way he describes them is, in, and then people, you know, you have the, this, this, these people over here that go, oh well, they are mermaids. Christopher Columbus must have seen mermaids, and then you have uh, ocean biologists and and animal biologists going well no because exactly what he is describing is a manatee mm-hmm. and at the time when christopher columbus how long was it in the like 15 16 oh my gosh, or whatever, I no idea the, the, there's, there, were no, there was no david attenborough back then yeah, there yeah. was no you know, blue planet or anything mm-hmm. so people didn't know christopher columbus would have never seen a manatee before so he's mm-hmm. like seeing this brand new thing for for the first time he's like it's like a human with a fish's tail mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's that's just the way he would have described yeah. it back then because it's the first time he's seeing it so yeah. you know that's the thing that like that's why it made me think of like pirates and mermaids like it's stories isn't it like that is my understanding really of like cryptids exactly. is that uh, yeah. yeah cryptids Perfect. yes um, <laughs> that's kind of my understanding of them of like they are probably just like they were animals or they were people or they were like creatures that then somebody's gone oh i saw this thing in the forest and it was really big it was as big as a human yeah and it probably wasn't but then that story is then being told and it gets passed down just like oh christopher columbus i saw this thing it looked like this oh that's a moment you know but just 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 going back to what you said a minute ago about the pirates hallucinating the mermaids Mm -hmm hallucination could play some could play a huge part in it because i don't know if i've ever told you this story before um my sister never read any of the harry potter books right but then bought the last one as soon as the last one came out she bought it just because she wanted to know who died brilliant i love that (laughs) so we were we were camping um down south in in trowbridge and on the campsite was like a woodland area Mm -hmm. she's reading harry potter every day one day she goes you know i'm gonna go for a run she goes for a run 10 minutes later she comes back she's like sprinting she's like her face is like blood red her 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 eyes are streaming and we're like what what like what's going on what's the matter and she she was convinced that as she was running through the woods between some trees she saw voldemort that's mad isn't it so you don't know what and obviously she didn't Yeah, yeah obviously she didn't it's not even like you could go 
oh, she saw Voldemort in the woods, therefore Voldemort must be real. He's not. He's clearly a work of yeah. fiction from the brain of J.K. Rowling. Like, but that yeah. that idea of someone was in the woods, they look between a tree, they think mm-hmm. they see this, mm-hmm. like, ape man, and they go, oh my God, there's this huge thing, yeah. run away, and then, or whatever. And then that's kind of like the birth of Bigfoot. I don't know what yeah. the birth of Bigfoot is. I don't know, I don't know what either. the first ever kind of sighting was, but it is the idea of maybe they hallucinated something mm-hmm. created the story and mm-hmm. now it's kind of snowballed into it. and i think that's where a, a, a lot of cryptids probably come mm-hmm. from yeah i'm big into the paranormal stuff yeah, I, yeah, yeah. you probably know this already yeah i don't believe any of it mm-hmm. um i'd be more open to believing in cryptids than ghosts okay just because even though i'm fascinated by the idea of both of them mm-hmm. ghosts i just cannot believe in because it's just it's that whole like magical oh you live on after you've died mm-hmm as morbid as it sounds, once you're dead, you're dead. But see, I uh, like that. Yeah. I, I I like the idea of being. I'm just I'm just at peace now. Yeah, I'm just at peace. I kind of believe in ghosts, but that's because I kind of feel like I've seen one. Tell me. Oh. <laughs> you, you went very serious then. Because this is this is a thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why. That's probably why, though. I would, I love hearing I, people's stories because yeah. I'm. I'm not. I'm not the kind of skeptic that poo-poo's it straight away. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear your story, and I, I, I want to give you the time of day. I'm not. I don't go. Oh, you think you're saying a ghost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're stupid. No, there's no way. Like, yeah. There's, there's got to be something behind it. There's, there's two, there's two things that I always think of when it comes to ghosts, and that's probably why I'm leaning more towards the I would believe in ghosts rather than cryptids because. Oh. Be- and I'll tell you in a minute why I believe in cryptids more than Okay, ghosts. Okay. okay, let's let's do that. Okay. So, the, I've had two experiences where the first one, I... Now, it's really hard because it's when I feel like I did see something, um, but I was drifting off to sleep at the time. Okay. So I understand why sometimes when I tell this story... Again, yeah, again, it, might, it might have been half dream, absolutely. half... Absolutely. Yeah. So... Um, I was at a friend's house um, at like a sleepover. We'd been like, you know, when you're like 14 and you're being stupid and you're like, of I think we'd like been throwing shaving foam at each other. Like of course. something stupid like that because yeah. that's Why what not? teenagers do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then she had like a, a kind of raised bed and I was on a mattress on the floor. And um, we were like going to sleep and she was doing that thing where she was still trying to like play the fight that we'd been doing, like yeah, throwing yeah, stuff yeah, at yeah. me and stuff. And I was like, oh, Hannah, leave it now. I'm going to bed. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. And I was like lying on one side. And then I rolled over. And as I rolled over, it was like she was just stood in front of me, like just at the foot of the bed. Okay. It's like she'd kind of snuck up and got out of bed and then stood. Um, and I went, Hannah, leave it now. I'm not playing. And I rolled back over and I went to sleep. Uh-huh. Next morning we wake up. Um, and Hannah goes to me, why did you, why did you tell me to leave it in the middle of the night? What, what were you talking about? And I was like, well, you were stood over my bed like a little weirdo. Like I was trying to get to sleep. She was like, no, no, I wasn't, I wasn't stood over your bed. And I was like, well, you definitely were. You were, you were stood, <laughs> you were stood over me. And, um, she was like, no, no, no. She was like, I, I, she wasn't. And she said, what she'd done is she, uh, her hand was hanging out of the bed. Uh-huh. Um, and she said, she thought that I was saying, oh, you know, pick your hand up. It's like, you know, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, so then I was like, well, I was kind of drifting off to sleep, but I was pretty still awake. So I was like, you know, I was like, what the hell was that all about? And she said, well, I believe that my nan 
is in this room sometimes with me. So I freaked out because I'm like 14, oh 15. I was God. like, what do you mean your nun's in the room? Like, just <laughs> like going mad. But then what, so then she said, she was like, sometimes I just get the feeling that she's like over in that corner, which is like where my bed had been. Yeah. Anyway, like maybe two or three weeks later, I was sat in her room. She'd like gone out nip the loo or wherever. And I was sat in her room on my own. And the TV in that corner just started flashing on and off. Like the electricity was just like flashing on and off. And I was like, oh my God, I can't be in this room on my own anymore because your nan doesn't like me. <laughs> She's standing over my bed and flashing the TV at me. Um, so that was that experience that just made me really feel like I'd yeah. seen something. Yeah. Um, and then the other experience wasn't as much seeing something, but just feeling a little bit. So when my grandma sadly passed away like a few years ago, and I was in the hospital, there was just a moment when I was walking down a corridor where I just felt like my granddad was walking with me. It was a really oh weird experience. Yeah. I don't really think I spoke to many people at the time about it because everyone was very emotional mm-hmm. and it was, you know, it wasn't a great time. So it wouldn't be really great to be like, oh yeah, and our granddad was there too. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but there was just this moment when I was walking down the corridor back towards my grandma's room and it just really felt like he was walking with me. It was yeah. really strange and I can't I can't describe that feeling other than no, yeah, he was next to me. And again, you know, it was an emotional time and I could probably reason my way out of it. But those two kind of experiences make me kind of believe in something, yeah. in some kind of feeling yeah. or energy maybe. Maybe there's an energy there. Yeah, well, the best the best way I've ever heard it described was by by Ben, mm-hmm. who we've had on here before. He's very into, my, into his mindfulness, mm-hmm. as you know. And he said there are certain frequencies um, and, you know, wave lines that humans can't see, but animals can. Mm-hmm. Like, animals can see UV light and uh, humans can't hear a certain mm-hmm. decibel that animals can hear. So, you know, the... the that he was like, there could be like a level of energy that someone like leaves behind. Yeah. The, for instance, the, the, the best, don't necessarily believe it, but the best um, kind of description of ghosts that I've ever heard is what what is called um, residual, mm-hmm. residual haunts, which is, so it's not an intelligent ghost. It's not like it's it's a ghost there and they're going, yeah. I'm going to move this. Not I'm conscious gonna, I'm going to taunt you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically... Um, say say this house is haunted, mm-hmm. and th- there's there's a, the, the the previous owner died in the house or whatever, um, which they didn't. Let's just put, <laughs> lay Heather, that. if you're listening, <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> no, I'm going to say something again in a minute, which might freak you out, but I don't think I've ever spoken to Heather about it. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, so say like there's. A, the ghost used to walk down the hallway to get to the bathroom or to get to the mm-hmm. bedroom or whatever. And it's just the energy of that of, of that person from their life mm-hmm. walking that hallway. And it's kind of like an echo or yeah. like a shadow of, but, but like a time shadow. And so I might see that ghost walking up the hallway and I'm like, the house is haunted. Mm-hmm. But actually that ghost can't see me because yeah. that's just them living out their normal day. Yeah. But it's just the energy it's is just energy. preserved in... That's the best kind of description I've heard. I don't believe in this whole people getting possessed by demons and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think that's very far out. Um, but I think that's like, 
for me it is that kind of like energy that feeling like that feeling of somebody who's no longer there yeah that i'm like i can't i can't you know i can reason it to a to an extent and be like you know oh okay i was upset or you know i was falling asleep but things like the cryptid things i'm like well that's clearly was just like a bear that someone saw and then they made a story and then it's just evolved see this is the reason why this is the reason why i believe in why I would believe more in cryptids than ghosts is because the the earth is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've only ser- we've only discovered about five percent of what the ocean has to offer, which is terrifying. Which is, it, it, it's it, mad. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know what that percentage is for on land, mm-hmm. but there there are there are there will be areas on earth that no human will have ever been to before. Yeah. There will be animals on earth that still are yet to be discovered. Oh yeah. Who's to say that Bigfoot? Or the Loch Ness monster, or Mothman, aren't. I really hope Mothman isn't real. I can't. <laughs> it I is exclusive. To, I think it's in Virginia. I think it's in Virginia, oh, okay. in America. It is exclusive to that one place. Yeah. It's like a town in Virginia. In Virginia, who's to say that they haven't been officially discovered yeah. by mm-hmm. you know animal biologists or by you know some kind of? It's just people have seen it and gone to the police and gone, I've seen this thing, it looks like a moth, but a man. Um, but then, of course and then, they're from the but south. Then, of course they are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do, do you know there's one as well on, on another podcast that I listen to called The Donkey Lady. The Donkey Lady? Yeah. What, who, what? But that's actually a ghost. It's not a, it's not oh, a cryptid. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I, I don't know why I mentioned I really that. want to find some more cryptids. Listen to This Paranormal Life. It's okay. a really great podcast. Okay. Um, yeah. Shout out Kit and Rory if they ever hear this. But yeah. Um, <laughs> this Paranormal Life. It's yeah. a very good podcast. It, it's about 300 episodes deep now. So you, you'll have a lot of catching up to that's do. That's fine. I'm going to be they on talk a lot of trains. Of, so. Exactly. Um, they talk a lot about cryptids on mm-hmm. there. I think the the idea that something just hasn't been officially discovered yet, yeah. but has been maybe caught on a grainy piece of 1996 footage. 1996? I don't know. Did you say 96? Yeah, why? I feel like 96 wasn't that long ago. Why is it grainy? 96. I was only three in 96. I was... I was five. Yeah. Grainy footage. Yeah, because... Just made me chuckle. No one had 4K 60 frames per second but iPhones if, in 1996. If, if they are... If, if it was real then... I just, I just think if it was real and nobody's found it but people have seen it, why haven't people found it? Yeah. I feel like that, if it's that, something... Well, that, that is the argument again. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't say, I definitely believe in cryptids. No. I said I would be more inclined yeah, yeah, to yeah. lean towards cryptids yeah. than ghosts. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair. This is the story I wanted to tell you. Okay. And I really hope Heather doesn't listen to this episode, but I know she definitely will because she f***ing loves you and she's literally downstairs <laughs> right now, dead excited to tell you about the honeymoon. I know, I'm so excited to catch up on the honeymoon. I have heard on the podcast a little bit from the honeymoon yes because we discussed it yeah um but yeah she will listen to this episode okay. and i kind of hope that she doesn't she tunes off before this end bit heather you need to tune off turn off now, heather. now. love you <laughs> um so obviously i don't believe in ghosts but shit happens that makes me go yeah that's weird mm-hmm. so a couple of years ago i well first of all my auntie gladys sadly passed away mm-hmm. a few years ago and Nothing weird ever happened in this house. Nothing weird ever happened in this mm-hmm. house. Um, and then a couple of years ago, 
after she died, um, I inherited this copper kettle from her house okay. because it used to be sitting on her hearth mm-hmm. and it had money in it. And I used to every time I used to go around her house, um, I would get the get the get the copper kettle out on the rug and I'd tip all the money out on the on the rug and I'd count all the pennies and then I'd put them back in again. I just loved the sound of it uh-huh. and I always played with it when I was yeah. around her house. And 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 so she she always said that that would go to me in her will. I I ended up getting it after she passed away. Now that was that kettle was won by my great great granddad in a fishing competition. So it was oh, wow. owned by him. Then uh-huh. went to my auntie Gladys, and now it's owned by me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people say that ghosts can attach to objects. Yeah. So not long after the kettle came into the house, Heather was away with work. Uh-huh. I was home alone with the dog. And one night I had nothing in for tea. So I was like, I'm just heading out to the shop to get some food. And as I was literally stood in the hallway, I said to the dog, I won't be five minutes. Just, you know, wait mm-hmm. here. This like massive bang came from upstairs and Puds obviously shit himself. Yeah, of course. So he's like tail between his legs. I'm like, well, I can't go to the shop now and just leave him here in his house yeah. on his own. <laughs> I was like, well, what the f- was that? So I'm like, Every light in the house goes on. Yeah. Because I'm like goosebumps and I'm, I think I'm about to die. Yeah. Lock the front door, carefully walk upstairs. I think I grabbed something heavy just in case. Fantastic. Walked upstairs and the bathroom door was closed too, uh-huh. but before it was open. Mm, yeah. This is making me feel so a bit. So I was like, oh, there's someone in the bathroom. Oh my God. Um, I opened, went to open the bathroom door, but there was something behind it, like keeping it closed i was like oh shit what's that so i managed to get my hand behind it it was a mirror uh-huh. and a mirror that had been up against the wall yeah had now fallen forward and basically pushed the door shut yeah. and that's why the door was shut and at first i was like oh well this mirror's just fallen yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. fine but then i realized it was at an angle uh-huh. and so the the cardboard side at the back was against the wall and the mirrored side was forwards but it was at an angle, like uh-huh. as, as as I'm showing you, and I hope people can understand on the podcast, it's at an angle like that. <laughs> and I assumed, oh, it's just kind of slid down yeah. as you would expect. Yeah. And that's where the that's where it's come from. But the way it was against the wall, and with it being mirrored down when I found it, it must have been pulled forward somehow. I don't know how. Yeah. I ca- to this day, cannot explain it. It's still not concrete enough evidence for me to go, that's a ghost. Mm-hmm. And I've never had an experience in the house since mm-hmm. then. But my mind that night went, that's Auntie Gladys. She's in this house because of that f-ing kettle. <laughs> that f-ing kettle. <laughs> and every so often, Heather will be upstairs. I'll be in the kitchen, where the copper kettle is, by the way. <laughs> I'll be in the kitchen. And then I'll just go, yeah? And Heather will be like, what? I'd be like, you just shouted at me. No, I didn't. And I think, I'm, I'm convinced Heather shouted at me from upstairs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but she hasn't. But that's the thing. It's your, it, it's then, it's like you say, your mind then fill in, fills in those gaps. It's the blanks. And because you, go, you can't explain it. So, you, yes, exactly. Your mind goes, there's got to be something to explain yeah. it. Like, I've just seen this, or I've just felt this, or I've heard this, and there's got to be something for it. We can't exactly. accept nothing we There's, can't accept it there was a thing i watched on netflix the other day ricky gervais's new stand-up show yeah and he said on that something that really stuck with me because his, his show's called supernature mm-hmm. and it's about he talks very briefly about the supernatural because he obviously doesn't believe any of it and he 
said on that a line he said everything in this world is from this world and everything in this world is explainable everything that happens in this world is explainable if not now eventually yeah Mm -hmm. so even though still to this day i'm like could that have been my auntie gladys Mm -hmm. dragging that mirror over i'm also like well, no, because I know I knew my Auntie Gladys. She was lovely. She would have never even done that. Mm-hmm. And also there's the part of my brain that goes, no, because ghosts don't exist. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, and that's the only thing that's ever happened yeah. that's made me kind of question it. Yeah. And nothing's ever happened since. I'm still you and know, more is, than fine to be in the house on my own. Would you have questioned it if you didn't have that copper kettle? Exactly. Because would you have just gone, okay, the mirror's just fallen in a really weird way or like yeah. it's just like, do, gone, do you know oh. what I mean? Because then I go... Oh, I thought it was leaning against the wall, but maybe it was actually just straight against the wall, yeah. and it's just exactly over time. It's now it's now kind of dislodged, and maybe because our house is quite an unstable house, I've opened the front door. Mm-hmm. It's maybe shook the house ever so slightly, just enough to make that vibrate and fall forward. Yeah. So that's a that's a possible explanation. But because of that copper kettle. You're in my back of my head, I'm still like. <clears throat> but I imagine that's what people are like with like bigfoot like do you know what i mean they probably yeah. saw something and when that looks like uh whatever it looks like that looks like, like an, ape. an ape like an eight but foot at ape. the same time if you saw something that was an ape but it was eight foot you'd be like but i can't explain why that ape was eight foot do you know what i mean yeah. your, your mind will fill in those blanks won't yeah. it the bits that you can't explain your mind will fill it in and yeah. go but it's got to be this. There's got to be a reason. It's got to be. It's got to be. That's what, and that's always what. That's always what I'm doing. I, you probably know, I go on ghost hunts. Yeah. I've been to the yeah, most haunted yeah. house in the UK. Thirty yeah. years drive. Didn't you just like chill there for hours and just? Well, like... it, we, it was we pretty much chilled out all night. At one point, we thought we heard footsteps. Mm-hmm. Where everyone was accounted for upstairs. Yeah, Ev- yeah. Everyone. I I knew that. Mm-hmm. Matt, who was sat on the bed with me, knew that. And you could hear these footsteps running through the house downstairs and they were hard and fast. You could feel it, the yeah. vibrations through the house. Yeah. And you go, shit, there's actually someone running through the yeah. house. But then the the house next door is, is attached. Right. And later on in the evening, the guy was like, um, just so you know, guys, um, if you keep the noise down now, because next door neighbour sometimes has a grandchildren around at the weekend. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, fair. Uh, okay. But then... It was, it was only two weeks later that it was confirmed to me that that was probably just the grandkids next door because I was at my mum and dad's house, heard the exact same sound, bum, 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 really? footsteps, but they were coming up the hallway. Like I, I was sat in my mum and dad's, you, you know what my yeah, mum and dad's yeah, house yeah. was like. I was sat on the sofa, the hallway was just to my left and I heard bum, 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 these footsteps, fast, hard, running, sprinting footsteps coming towards me. I looked to my left, there's obviously no one there. Yeah. And then I just hear... This like muffled Connor, <laughs> and it's the next door neighbor. Their kid Connor yeah. has just been sprinting down their hallway, yeah. and the foot and the, and you know the vibrations have just come through the foundations mm-hmm. of the house. Mm-hmm. So it's more likely that when we were at Thirty East Drive, that supposedly the most haunted house in the UK, mm-hmm. when we heard those footsteps, it was probably just one of the grandkids next door running up and down the stairs. Yeah, it's just fa- I find it fascinating, like human brains. And how that, like, how they work, like, so much of it. The human brain is so powerful. It's so powerful. Like, because I have a really, like, strong imagination. 
and I know that if I went somewhere like that, like, you could absolutely convince me that I did hear this or that yeah. or whatever. Or, like, you know what I mean? You could take me yeah. where to the Loch Ness Monster and probably convince me because I have a strong imagination. So if you showed me enough, I'd probably be like, yeah, okay, well, it's most real. Pe- most people that have seen the Loch Ness Monster describe it as an upturned boat. Yeah. Well, the, the what does it look like? It looks like an upturned boat. It's really... It was, it was James... Oh. I love James A. Caster. Have you ever seen Repertoire, his Netflix special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I adore that. Love, and he was love like, it. if you're trying to describe something that you've seen in a, in a lock, don't describe it as something else also commonly found <laughs> in a lock. <laughs> I've seen a lot of this monster in that lock. What did it look like? An upturned boat. Look how many upturned boats there are around here. Like, he makes a very valid point. He makes an incredibly valid point. <laughs> I'd love to take you to 30 years drive. I'd just be, I'd be a nightmare. I'd be a nightmare because there would be like part of me that would just be like, this is not real, reason it. And then you'd be like, yeah, but look over there. And I'd be like, oh my God, it's something. But then you'd hear the stories like, because that's the yeah. reason, that's the reason I wouldn't spend the night. Is it because of the drive. stories? The stories. The, yeah. What, supposedly, there's a girl called Diane. Well, a lady now, because this happened in the 60s. She's still alive and she, still to this day but when yeah. she was a young child and she lived in that house she was dragged up the stairs no, no. by her hair no thank you by an unseen no, force th- oh my gosh did i ever tell you about <laughs> oh my god don't tell me you're gonna tell <laughs> i got dragged up the stairs <laughs> by a poltergeist <laughs> no it's about i'm like why um, why aren't we why aren't we investigating your house <laughs> and I got dragged by the hair by a, by a ghost no um, I um, I was talking about this the other day actually so I went on a date this is years ago I'm talking like maybe like seven or eight years ago okay um, with a guy that I didn't really know um, I'd like met him on a night out and then we ended up going on this date and he was like really nice we like chatted and everything and then he was like oh should we go for a drink I was like yeah yeah we'd eat food we go for a drink and we end up talking about ghosts. Brilliant. So I'd said it's one of my, my favorite topics. Like yeah. So I'd like said my stories about how at that point I hadn't had the second experience with my granddad, but mm-hmm. like the first experience. So I ended up talking about that a little bit, and he like stopped and looked me like dead in the eyes and just went, "Well, yeah, I I really believe in ghosts because of the time that I woke up and I was levitating above my bed." That's petrifying <laughs> and i was so silent because what do you say to that like i, I would like, assume he was joking he was so serious i honestly i mean maybe if he was joking he is the best actor i've ever met in my life because the like the way he just lo- looked at me and was so serious and then you know when you're like i wanted to laugh because i'm like that can't be real like yeah. you know i'm like i believe in some stuff but i was like you can't have been levitating above your bed but also i was on a date with this guy so i didn't want to just be like you're funny that's not true oh, 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 but... fuck you. <laughs> so i just was really quiet like mm-hmm okay that sounds not nice. It was so strange. Oh my God. But yeah, that was um, <laughs> that was um, that was really funny because I uh, yeah he uh, he he apparently was levitating above his bed. Did he not go into any more detail? Didn't really go into much more detail. I think that you could see on my face that I was like, I don't know what to say to that. I'd um, have been like, tell me <laughs> everything. Sure, you would have loved it. You would have been like, I'd have been like, I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna write a book about you. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was, it was, mm, it was interesting. Wow. Yeah.
Okay. What's one of those? I have no idea. Okay, so we've landed on biathlon. So this, what? First of all, I'm like, I know it's an event. Yes. Which has two things. <laughs> yeah, because a triathlon has three. Yeah, and I know what a triathlon is because you see triathlons all the all time. All the time. I didn't on... know biathlon was a thing. Yeah, yeah, get like the triathlon world championships and the Brownlee brothers, yeah. Brownlee Brownlow, whatever the name is. Yes, Brownlee brothers. Yeah. Um, obviously, big in the Olympics. Triathlons you see all the time. Yeah. I know what a triathlon is, and I know what goes on in a triathlon. I don't know what a biathlon is. No. I don't know what it entails. Well, it's got to be. Surely it's well. It's got to be running. Surely it's got to be running. Surely it's got to be running. Okay. All right. So here's what we'll do. Okay. <clears throat> Tell me what you think a biathlon is. Okay. And I'll Google, because we've Googled things. Yeah, we on, can Google. In, we can Google. We've Googled things in the, in the past here. Okay. You tell me what you think a biathlon is. I'll tell you what I think a biathlon is. Then we'll Google a biathlon, see who was closest, or see who was yes. most stupid. <laughs> okay. Biathlon. Right. Come on, Rianne. What is a biathlon? I think... I think it's going to involve running. It's got to involve running. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with cycling and running. I'm omitting the swimming. You're omitting the swimming. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I think... I don't know. (laughs) In my head, I've got now a Winter Olympic sport... Where it's like cross-country skiing, okay, and shooting, R- right? You, do, do, do yes. you always know want I mean where yes. they like skiing, like <laughs> it's skiing across the ground. Which this is one of those moments again where you you wish that this podcast wasn't just an audio medium but had video with it. I'm oh, trying I'm to I'm trying to do an impression of what the skiers do. It's like a little dance. It is, but I'm also sat down in a chair. Yeah. Um, the, 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 it's like the cross-country skiing and then the shooting. I don't know what that is. Is that a winter biathlon? I'm wondering. So I'm wondering if a biathlon is running and shooting. Running and shooting. It's war. It's just That's just war. <laughs> That's just a Michael Bay film. No. No, I. Not at the same. Not like. Not yeah. like running with two AK forty seven. It's. I think it's. It's running. You do like a five k, say. Yeah. And then you come up to like a. Where they like shoot clay pigeons or whatever. Okay. Or you know like those like a like a shooting range. Yeah. Shoot your five targets and then do another five k and then shoot your five targets and then do another five k or something like that. Okay, so you're going for shooting and running, and I'm going for cycling and running. Let's find out okay. what a biathlon is, Let's shall Google we? Let's Google it. I'm very excited to find out. What is a <laughs> bi a biopsy? I'm just looking at the um, <laughs> the the options it's given me, or just having put in bi. What is a biopsy? What is a bidet? Oh. And what is a bitcoin? Oh. Uh, biathlon. Oh, are you right? Look at your face. So a biathlon. A biathlon is a Nordic skiing event in which the competitors Shut combine up. cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. Shut up! 
Oh my god, shut oh. up. No, but to be fair, I was No way. I was technically wrong. Because No, but you I thought I thought what I described was like a winter biathlon. And then I was like, so right. I reckon a biathlon, so a biathlon is biathlon. running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because a biathlon still, is just just the just shooting the and the skiing. Well, don't I? Oh my god. I'm Mr. Billy Big well Bollocks over done. here. That was excellent. <laughs> I was so far off. <laughs> it's running and cycling. I thought I was going for a really safe option there. <laughs> no way. So it's skiing and shooting. Yeah. Those two things. Have you ever skied? Oh my gosh, yes. I've been having skiing lessons. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Go on then. Um, so I... Oh my gosh, it's a very long story. Uh, but basically we have like a running family joke about us all going ski on a skiing holiday. On my mum's side of the family. It was something one of my I would love that, said. by the way. It would be so good. It would be so good. Um, it was something one of my uncles said once and we just all ran with it and now it's like a running family joke of like, so when are we all going on the skiing holiday? Because none of us have ever been skiing. We don't do it. Um, me and my cousin Greg are like, so when are we all going skiing? Like, we were like, we'll put a presentation together on why we should go skiing as on a family holiday. So it's just been like a running joke for years. Um, and then I was like, oh, actually, I'd really, really like to go skiing. Like, I'd really like to try it, just see if I enjoy it. Um, and then um, I ended up getting vouchers for a skiing lesson for Christmas before COVID. Mm-hmm. So then I couldn't go. Um, great. which was great so then and then I ended up going for the first time last year just before Christmas and I went and I absolutely loved it like oh my gosh mm-hmm. I loved it so so much um, uh, considering I'm the most accident prone person I mean since we've been sitting here I've smacked the microphone and hit my head on the wall mm-hmm. um, I was really... I've got some stories I could tell but I won't leave them for another day <laughs> considering I'm so accident prone I'm not even 100% sure over. you remember a lot of them <laughs> literally I was like I could like on my first lesson they tried to like they were like can you just like balance on one leg and I was absolutely fine like I could balance on one leg on skis oh on this s- is on the skis on the skis not just like not just a- on the floor oh, no honestly but if I'm walking I just really struggle with my balance and just like falling into stuff but on skis you are was grand. a dancer I know I know and I always say like if you asked me to do something in a dance I'd be able to do it and it's absolutely fine like if you asked me to catch something in a dance I'd be able to do it with my eyes closed but do it in everyday life can't do it Mm. but on skis I was just really good and I was I just absolutely loved it I had the best time and then I ended up saying to a load of people like oh my god I loved it like it was so good I had the best time it was so much fun so then when it was my birthday in February, loads of people got me vouchers for skiing less, for like skiing. Oh my god. And I was like, yes. So I was so excited. So I've been a couple of times now. Um there's just a couple of things that I'm not really confident with because I really wanted to go skiing when I go to Switzerland. Yeah. But I'm not really, really confident yet. So yeah. uh, so I'm not sure if I'll go. I don't know. We'll see when I get yeah. out there. I feel like I need another couple of lessons. But I love it. Yeah. I mean, I've not tried skiing and shooting at the same time, but, you know. It's not at the same time. <laughs> what, are you obsessed with this idea of just, like, someone skiing? I just... Because that was the image you gave me from that lovely little ski dance you were doing earlier. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. That was, that was like, like a, like a... A ski I don't know I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. This is a podcast, it's not a video. Uh, 
I uh, I have never been skiing. No. Never been skiing, but it's on the cards because um, well, Chris mentioned skiing mm-hmm. when we did the Switzerland episode mm-hmm. um, because we were like, what do we talk about? for Switzerland and he was like well I go skiing a lot and he does he goes yeah. skiing a lot because he works in a school and they, they do school trips to uh, Austria Switzerland Italy places mm-hmm. to go skiing um, and so we said as like a like a cool activity for friends to do is to go to the chill factory and um, you know go skiing and you know learn to ski because he he can already ski uh, Matt and Gemma are other friends who go with you know, go on like the, the same trips and stuff. They can also ski. And Heather was like, "I'll stand and hold the baby." <laughs> um, Matt and Jem have a baby, <laughs> um, and, uh, but we're all dead up for it. I don't know when it's going to happen. It will happen one day, yeah, but we will go. Will. We'll, will. We will go to the chill factory. And I always said to Chris, uh, "I'd rather do snowboarding than skiing." Mm-hmm. And, but then he shot me straight down in saying that it's much harder. Yeah, apparently. Snowboarding is easier to pick up but harder to master, and skiing is harder to pick up but easier to master. Well, that's uh, that's what I was paradox told. and a half, isn't that's it? That's what I was told. Um, yeah, I think it's because I think it's largely because obviously with the snowboard, your feet are fixed on mm-hmm. one. It's because I I used to skateboard, mm-hmm. so I think I I I'm used to that. But I also ice skate and yeah. rollerblade and stuff, so. I guess I, I, I could do either or, but I See, it's, I it's with having skate. the two... I know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, when I did the ice skating episode, I did I did a whole bit about when we went ice skating. Yeah. And I think I cut it out. I cut it out of the episode because it was going to be too long. A bit about me and Jacob just uh, not being tree. able and to... Jess Mullock smashing into the wall. Oh my gosh. And falling that. flat on her face. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I'd I'd like to do snowboarding because it looks mm-hmm. cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think snowboarding is the smoking of winter sports. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> like, that's a joke, by the way. Smoking isn't cool, but it's one of those tropes, isn't it? Um, but I'd I'd give both a go. Mm-hmm. But I'd I'd love to be. And also, when the Winter Olympics are on, and I'm obsessed with the Winter Olympics, I love watching like the snowboard halfpipe. Mm-hmm. They are outrageous those things and there's also what is it snowboard cross mm-hmm. where they literally race on a yeah. track on snowboards that's ridiculous so cool um so wait i just asked you if you've ever been skiing have you ever shot a gun no no i haven't i have have you yeah when where so i i was uh i think it was about 12 and i um see you know that I spent some time in prison. You do, you know that, don't you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, that's a joke, by the way. <laughs> Sorry to drop this bombshell on you just before you go away forever. I literally, I was like, my brain was going, Sean, this is a joke. And then going, I didn't know you until you were 22. I don't know. This could not be a joke. Um, we met when I was 18, Rian. You were older than that. No, 18. Like 20? No, 18. Oh. What, 18? I was 19 when we did our house. I was 18 when I joined Rent. You could have been in prison between the ages of 16 and 18. Could have been in juvie. <laughs> juvie? <laughs> Are we American now? Yeah, sorry. I don't know. Um, no, yeah, no, I was, that, that's a joke. No. <laughs> I decided to try and go a little bit edgy oh, with the, uh, 
No, I was, uh, so I was in Sea Cadets, which is... That's not prison. No, it's not prison. No, it's um, it's basically Navy cadets. So you have Army mm-hmm. cadets, Air cadets, and Sea cadets, which is the cadets for the Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did rifle shooting for a very brief time oh. um, on a range under exceedingly, you know, safe conditions yeah. um, and overseen by professionals and things. But yeah, I have shot a gun. Oh. I think I'd be pretty sick at biathlon you'd be so good at biathlon <laughs> my, my issue would be the skiing because I might Maybe. be able to get the skiing but I just wouldn't be able to do it fast enough because I haven't got I the energy ski and you shoot the guns so you do the skiing so I do the skiing meet me at the range yep. and I'm like bang missed or bang missed you can go <laughs> how it works in my head is I'm skiing and you're on the back of my skis shooting at things you. whilst whilst I'm hitting so, the slopes <laughs> So I'm in like a papoose. <laughs> yes. And you're carrying me. Yes. <laughs> and you're... How strong are your thighs? <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty strong. Pretty strong. <laughs> Ballet. <and what? laughs> Been doing plies <laughs> since I was three. We've talked as much about biathlon as possible, even how we would do it. Yeah, yeah. We'd put our own spin on it. That's for sure. Maybe that should be a, a new sport. Yeah. You know how like um like, like they do like mixed doubles tennis. <laughs> they should do mixed doubles biathlon. Mixed doubles biathlon. <laughs> Where one one person skis and the other person's just in on the back on a baby papoose. In a papoose. <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> this sounds just... great. Listen, if there's anyone for the Olympics out there who is listening... Sebco, if you're listening, yeah, I don't just know... just get in touch. He doesn't do the Winter Olympics, does he? I have no idea. Not a clue. I'm not even sure he still does the Summer Olympics. Oh, I've, I'm kind of... Because you know me, mm-hmm. I'm a, a perfectionist. I like to think I'm right all the time. Um... When I found out, when I googled it and I found out that I was right with my initial description and then wrong with my actual answer, I hated that. <laughs> you genuinely <laughs> got it. I was like, oh, I'm wrong. You're there celebrating me like, well done, you got it. And I'm like, I didn't, no, I didn't. Well, you, you were a lot closer than me and your initial thoughts were in the right direction. Yeah, I just thought a I just thought a biathlon in snow was a winter biathlon. Yes. I thought a, a normal biathlon. But then, as well, you've got to remember, that is a sport neither of us will have ever seen, even mm-hmm. in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Running, and then, <laughs> then just getting to the rifles. It, it, it's got, um, it's got like 28 Days Later vibes, I think. <laughs> it's got war vibes. It's, it's, got, it's, it's got, got actual yeah. battle vibes. Yeah, battle vibes. Oh, that's where I've seen that. Saving Private Ryan. That's why I thought of that. <laughs> ah, biathlon. <laughs> biathlon. Whenever we watch Saving like a... Private Biathlon. <laughs> Whenever we watch a film and somebody's running and having to shoot, we'll be like, oh, they're doing a very good biathlon. really good at a biathlon. He's so good at a biathlon. Gold! <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, biathlon... Biathlons, are they in the Olympics? N- not in the Summer Olympics. They're no, in the no, Winter no. Olympics. In the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'd seen them. Yeah. Because that, that's where I'd seen that concept of the cross-country skiing. Yeah. And then the... Also, let's just talk about for a second about cross-country skiing. <laughs> what the f*** 
f- is that? <laughs> it's just like little shuffle, isn't it? It's get a... how, but how hard is it? Yeah. Because yeah. also they have those they have those tracks mm-hmm. when they're coming up to like the finish line. They have those tracks like carved out in the mm-hmm. in the snow. So then you're coming up to the finish line. The person in front of you, you can't overtake because mm-hmm. you got to stay in that track. Mm-hmm. Make a new track. Mm-hmm. Make a new track. <laughs> just make a new track. Just go round. Just go round. Also, is there? <laughs> Is there any rule that says you can't just sprint on the skis? I imagine this because they have they they always do that shuffle, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's to say that if you can't learn how to run with skis on? I mean, they're very hard to pick up though when you've got some skis on your feet. Yeah, but someone someone somebody, out there could like if you train for years and years and years, get your get your thighs and your knees and your ankles nice and strong. Just <laughs> 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 Looks like the Austrian's going to take it. And oh no, the Swiss athlete's coming to the end. He's absolutely smashing it. Just like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you can literally just... feel the ground shaking. <laughs> All these athletes and their skis just pegging it. <laughs> he does an interview afterwards and he's in, like, he's in shorts, but they're bulging out like oh balloons God, because of yeah. his thighs. Could you imagine? Could you imagine trying to sprint like, oh gosh. Maybe that's something we should try when you're back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's go to Chill Factory and try and run up the try and run up the slope. Could you imagine? Oh my god! How quickly do you think we'll get kicked out? So quickly, we'd be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. We're just doing this um, because of a podcast." We'd be like, "Please leave." <laughs> listen, listen to the podcast. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> I want to know what the rules of a biathlon are. I'm just gonna. Show what are the rules? Let's have a look. Can you sprint? Can yeah. you just take the skis off and go, f*** it, you know what? I'm going to run. Do the skis have to stay on your feet? I reckon they would. Well, you clipped into them, aren't you? Yeah, you can clip out of them. But then you have to, then there's those really heavy shoes that's probably not ideal for running through snow. Take some tennis rackets, like those snow boot things. Oh, here we go. <gasps> oh, no. Oh. Sprint, okay. Do, do, do. Sprint, not shuffle. So it is called a sprint, yeah. Is a time trial run over three laps by athletes. Stop twice and shoot at five targets. One standing and another in the prone position. What does that mean? Oh, I don't want to say. What does it mean? I think I know what it means, but I don't want to say why. What? <laughs> athletes take a penalty lap for each missed target. I'll tell you. Oh my gosh. I'll tell you why off podcast. Okay. Why I think I know what that means. Hilarious. Pursuit. Start the pursuit race. Top 60 competitors qualify. Oh, this is very confusing. <laughs> this is very confusing. So next time the Winter Olympics... When are the next Winter Olympics on? Is it this year? Let's have a look. I've got a feeling it's this year, you know. They've just been on in 2022, in February. Brilliant. So, not this year. The Four years time, 2026. Years time. Well, it was this year, but it was before this year. So that'll so be 2026 be, now. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so 2026 comes around. Honestly, me and you... You're coming round, and we're going to watch the biathlon. Oh my gosh, can we please watch the biathlon? And we'll record it and commentate on it. Oh my god, yes. Yes, yes, Um, yes. And someone's got a gun. (laughs) Uh, Oh, they've shot. They've missed. They're doing their little shuffle. They're staying in their lane. Every day on as we established, they can't just... They're staying in their lane, I just realised what you said. (laughs) (laughs) They're staying in their lane like a good little boy. As we uh, discovered, they cannot take off their skis and just run. 
towards the finish line. They're, That's not okay. They must stay on their track. And, oh, he's come off the track! <laughs> he's come off the track. He's been derailed. Oh, he's been derailed. Honestly, the Olymp- they're gonna the Olympic Committee. They're gonna be begging us to do the commentary after listening to this. It's gonna be <laughs> I glorious. Think any of them are gonna listen to this. However, it's, maybe if someone is a big fan of biathlon and they're searching their podcast app for the biathlon like, chat. Oh yeah, I want to hear about some biathlon chat. Oh, here's one. Sean talks to Rianne Stubbs about biathlon. Let's listen to that. This sounds like it could be insightful. When we're in in four years' time, when we're sat in the commentary box of the biathlon, looking at each other like, how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> We take that moment to remember being in this room, not having a clue what a biathlon is. What, what is going on? <laughs> He's got a gun! He's got a gun! He's in, down. He's in a papoose! He's in a papoose! <laughs> oh, that'll be the that'll be the one. That it's when it's when mixed mixed doubles biathlons come in. They'll be like, well, there's only two people we can get to talk to. It's just me and you sat in a comedy box. <laughs> me sitting there and you on a papoose on my back <laughs> with microphones. I really want some like weird fan art to come out of this scenario of oh mixed doubles at biathlon of like the skis, the papoose, the guns, <laughs> like me and you. I, I, yeah. If anyone's that. listening to this who <laughs> who is good at art, likes to draw things or whatever, um. Send in a picture of me and Rianne, mixed doubles, biathlon. <laughs> e- either way round. Either way round. Don't mind. It's probably, it'll probably look better if you're on my back. Yeah, but I'm the skier and you're the shooter, so... Mm. It'll look quite sexually inappropriate if I'm on your back. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe the other way <laughs> There we go. That was Cryptids and Biathlon as presented to you by myself and Rianne Stubbs. Hope you enjoyed that. If you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you want to simply talk to me about any of the topics that I've ever talked about on this podcast before, then send them in to don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. If you click the link tree link in the description of the video, of the video, of the... Well, it's a video if you're watching it on YouTube. If you click the link tree link in the description of the podcast or the video if you're watching it on YouTube, then you can find me on all of my other adventures. They include all of the podcast stuff, the social media stuff, the YouTube itself. Tickets to see me in a show called Kinky Boots where I play Charlie Price based on a real-life human called Steve Pateman who eventually I'm going to meet because we're inviting him to see the show. That's exciting, isn't it? If you drop me a five-star review, it can throw this podcast up the charts and we can grow this community and start helping more people talk about things that they don't necessarily want to talk about. And finally, you can subscribe to my YouTube and to the podcast itself. Then you'll get notified every time that I post and you'll never miss an episode. Thanks very much for listening. We're excited for Christmas. Let's end this year on a high by really growing this podcast as far as we can get. And I will see you next week when I could be talking about literally anything. Bye-bye.